Welcome to Faith Focus Counseling, where we rebuild, restore, and renew people's lives through the love, compassion, and wisdom of Jesus Christ with Biblical Counseling. Today, we're going to talk about addictions. Addiction, drug abuse, you name it. A topic that has been stigma inside the church. We don't embrace it. We don't walk and say, hey, we as the people of God can be the frontline individuals to stop this nasty habit from overtaking family, friends, loved ones, co-workers, you name it. We haven't taken that opportunity to say, this is something we can stop and we can be at the beginning and we can make this happen. But what does God say about it? I think if we understood what God said, we would better understand how to form our front line. What we don't know, most people say, won't hurt us. But is that really true? Did we know that the new norm of the church today is that people are really struggling with drug addiction? And it's at a large number. We're not just talking about these high drugs that you get from what we see from the TV screen where they're buying straight up off the street. Some of these are just over the counter. Opioid abuse is just so out of control now, it doesn't make sense. But the problem is it's not just small, it's really huge. The reality is that we at the church like to close our eyes to things and we don't think it's gonna come out. It's imperative that the church take a stand, fight against this big demon that's running around and overtaking our people, you know? But we need to know how to help the people. We need to understand the power that addiction has on people, not just, oh, you know what? They can get it together today. Some of these people are truly addicted. They're really going through. It's a stronghold that is just unbearable, but it's not something that Jesus cannot handle. It's not something that Jesus cannot take away from us. It's not something that he cannot overcome. It's not something he hasn't already overcame. But for over so many decades, so many years, it's become unrecognized in the church. So you, the question would be, why is it so secretive? What is the issue? Why haven't we established this? Why isn't there a drug and alcohol addiction ministry in every single church? Why are we all walking around like everything is just perfect and it's not a problem? Hmm. We need to get real and get on the front lines real quick. And we need to start walking with Jesus instead of walking away from him. And the easiest thing that we can honestly do is just pray for the people. We need to encourage the folks who are really strung out and having a bad time dealing with that over-the-counter prescription to come in and ask for some help. If you have a pastor or a leader who's overcoming, don't be afraid to come out and talk about it. You know, the Bible says we're overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. But if we are keeping our testimony to ourselves, who's going to know that they can come out of this situation? Who's going to know it? Who's going to get it? Who's going to 
be okay with coming forth and saying, oh, this is something I can overcome. Nobody. Pastors need to really search their congregation. Look for these people who've been drug and alcohol addicted and pray for them that they get the strength to want to stand up and tell everybody that you can't overcome this bad, nasty habit that's out there. They need to share the larger story. And it needs to come across that pulpit because we're touching many lives. Sound the alarm. You need to work very cooperatively with hospitals, treatment centers, law enforcement agency, clinicians, different biblical counselors. You need to work with them so that you can get this nasty habit out of the congregation. Many people are being counseled. Many people have passed away because of this bad, nasty habit that has taken over the congregation. Did you know that 9.2 million people have both a mental illness and a substance abuse problem? I'll say that again. 9.2 million people in the church. That compares about 47.6 million adults that have mental health diagnosis, one out of five of them. And one out of 12 individuals in the United States alone. 89.8% of the people with a substance misuse disorder are not seeking treatment. They're not going to go get help. What are the churches for if we're not going to say, this is, a, this is something we can handle? This is something we can walk through with you and get you some help and make it a lot less of uncomfortable for you. It says in 1 Peter chapter 5 and 8, the Bible will want anybody who's struggling with this type of problem to be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, sinking whom he can devour. So he is looking for a person. If we are keeping it a secret and we're not talking to individuals about this nasty habit that's out there, then what do you think the devil is doing? He's having his field day going after this person or that person. He's not going to stop until he wins. That's what the problem is. We don't realize the devil's going to keep on coming as long as we keep it a secret. I urge the pastors, the preachers to start talking about this mental health illness. I'm not telling you that you cannot have support groups. I'm telling you we should. But they need to come from the church. The church needs to not be afraid, not put his head down in the sand and say this is not something we're going to handle. Because it don't look right. You want all the people to be whole. You don't want no one to go to that fiery place. We, we, we just don't. God wants all of us to be paying attention to how the enemy is coming in. If you got a little ache and a little pain and you get to the point that you're really, really, really not able to stop taking those drugs, then God is saying, come on now. You got to be vigilant and watch where the enemy is coming at you. Because when he comes in, he comes in like a flood. He is not going to stop till he get his person. He's not going to walk away. He's not going to give in easily. That's not what the devil does. The devil will take you down the road, down the path, down the street, wherever you want to take you out. He'll make it look so pretty and so nice and so neat. And before you know it, you'll be so far down there, you don't know how to come out.
will be hurting so bad. And God help us that we get past that point of hiding it and we don't realize there is freedom that Christ has set us free. All we have to do is stand firm and do not let yourself be burdened again by this yoke of slavery that has come upon you. It's a slavery. It makes us need some type of sustenance or activity just to get through the day. So yeah, you had that ache, you had that pain, or maybe you can't sleep at night. Then you start taking these things over and over and over. No matter what you believe about God, we need to call on Him. We need to ask God to help us. The devil walking around saying, who can I get? We no longer rely on the creator of the universe for help with life challenges. We need to, but most of us are not. We can't face all of this trauma and sorrow and economic depression that's going on by ourselves. So what we do is we start depending on things that are not of God. And then we're wondering how come life is not the way we thought it would be. Well, it's not because we chose to put something else in front of God. You can't put things in front of God and think things are going to work out. You need to remember that each day is a new start. Help. You need to ask for help, help, help to resist the temptations that come towards you. Jesus said, I will carry a cross every day. It was a sickness in addition that brings us nothing good. Remember, it offers nothing beneficial to anyone in your life. It only brings you pain and more pain and more pain if we keep on going at it and doing these ungodly, unclean things. Okay, so some people will say things like, oh, I just drink a little wine here and there just to not take the edge off. Do a little prayer. Take that edge off instead. But it says in Proverbs 20 and 1, wine is a mocker. You know what? It mocks you. It makes you think you got it all under control and you really don't. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink, a problem. And whoever is led astray, buy it. You're not wise. You get to the point, you say, I was drinking wine, but now you're up here drinking all types of things. And then you've not only introduced wine and drugs and drinks into your life, but you have opioids inside your life. You're just deciding that, okay, well, I'm just going to walk down this road and, and now I don't know how I'm going to get out of it. Remember, the devil is walking around, seeing who he can devour, and we need to be very careful that he's not devouring us. And church, we need to be, not be judgmental to individuals. We don't need to be the person who we are saying, oh, I'm so much better, I'm so self-righteous, oh, that would never be me. And, uh, no, we need to be welcoming to these people. Go out to the street corners, go invite them in, and say, we need you, we need you to get it together. Don't make it out where they feel uncomfortable to come to the church they don't want to sit down next to you because we look at people like we don't we don't need them we don't we're better than them and we're not better than anybody god needs every one of us all of our gifts all of our talents he needs it all he wants it all and did you guys know that three point three hundred and sixteen billion people will volunteer 
and contribute to a faith-based organization. Where's the church at for these people that are on drugs? Why are we so spotted with what we're doing? 84% of the people that really come to church and get help, they say that they have a very, very positive turnaround and, and their prevention level is high. So why is the church hiding? You know, if your pastor or leader is struggling with alcoholism, we need to, we need to pray for that person. I judge them. An estimated over 20,000 lives are saved every year by faith-based organizations that really step out and say, I'm going to do this for Jesus. Drug abuse itself, the Bible says, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? If these faith-based organizations got together and kept telling people how good their body is and who that their body belongs to God, I think we'd have a lot less drug addict individuals in, our, in here. We need to make it clear that God can help them. Not only can God help them, but we want to help them. We don't want them out there feeling like they're alone. That's not what we want. No. Not us. We want the people to know that Jesus has them and can heal and can save and can deliver them. And we don't realize there's people hurting everywhere because of this nasty addiction. But we don't need to be so closed off that we don't want anything to do with these people. You know, people are not going to be able to hear the message correctly until we say we want to help them. We have lost preachers and pastors out there. Dysfunctional families because of alcoholism and abuse drug addiction but we need to open our hand our arms up to these people we truly need to help them more than I don't know one out of eight adults in America is suffering from any form of chemical dependency where's the church at about 25% of the 17 million people that are on some type of drug or substance abuse, they're teenagers? How alarming is that? We need to get out there. We need to help. We need to be loved. We need to be kind. We need to be opening our doors. Letting people know that Jesus truly does love them. He can make a way. He will make a way. He wants that bond to be broken off of you. He don't want you to be in slavery any longer. We need to realize that. A line that you can remember 
is Jesus loves you. If you're really strung out on drugs, when God is weak, you are strong. That should ring true in your mind every day. We need to tell the Lord that we need him to help us stay sober every minute and every hour. Not just sometimes. And that you want to change with your life. We need to really ask God to take the wheel. And don't be double-minded about the things that God is asking you to do so that you can continue to live this walk out with Jesus. You're not a weak individual. God can help you. God will help you. But you gotta want it. And saints, we need to get to the point that we have a lot of love, a lot of compassion, and a lot of grace for people. Jesus wants us all to be saved, not some of us. We need to, you to know that your body is a holy temple of God. And so, that being the case, you need to know what's going on in your bloodline so you can cut off that generational unproductive lifestyle. Now, most people will drink and do drugs in order to medicate to not feel bad anymore, to not hurt anymore. But don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. Don't let you be the one who you gotta hold back and not know how to go forward. Remind yourself that Jesus is the gospel. So I'm going to pray. I'm praying this over you. And we're going to believe God that he's going to make a way like never before. So dear Father, I can do all things if you are there with me by my side. Heavenly Father, lead me to the right counsel, the right group, the right place to accept the change that I need. Lord, I don't want to get caught up in a group where we have a lot of us around, but then we fall back into old habits. I declare in the name of Jesus, Everyone in the sound of my voice will be healed from drug addiction. You just got to come forward and confess and believe. And then tell God, you need his help. And tell the devil, you're done. And God will do what he said he would do. He will change you. But you have to decide you're going to change in the mind first. Because all the rest will fall into play. We ask all this, Lord, in your holy name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Faith Focused Counseling. Where we rebuild, restore, and renew people's lives through the love, compassion, and wisdom of Jesus Christ of Biblical Counseling. To set your appointment, Go to 
www.faithfocuscounseling.com or give us a call to schedule your appointment at 682-386-1608. We look forward to helping you heal today. I'm your host, Andrea McFadden, and your Biblical Counselor. Until next time.